Good evening, Twitter. It's your boy, Eat That Pussy 447 And today, we're back at it again with another episode of the Coastal Echo Podcast. I'm here with my friend Vincent, and we're going to be discussing uh, movies and why they suck. Happy to be on the show. Right, so, <laughs> what an intro that was. First thing we need to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, is... Uh, the franchise they just fucking butchered in Hollywood. Like, they should actually be on charges of first-degree murder of an entire generation's childhood dreams here. Uh, Star Wars. So, uh, Vincent, you have anything to add at this particular point in time? Well, <laughs> yes, Star Wars... Star Wars has certainly gone in a bit of a downward spiral since A New Hope came out in the 1970s. Is <laughs> and I can say went from good to okay to why. You know what? That's that's a good call because the first original trilogy, all right, the first original trilogy, it was a it was an odyssey. It was a sci-fi odyssey. It had the force, everything. It was original. Alright. Yeah. Second trilogy. Okay, the prequels. Alright. They they were they were good to watch at first. You know, everybody will tell you, you know, nowadays, you know, all the Star Wars fans are gonna be like, Oh my god, you were awful but given the effects at the time, they were they were fine. Uh rewatchability you can't do it. Like I have a hard time rewatching episode one, uh Phantom Menace. Yeah. Episode yeah, 2 true. was better. I mean, the actor really dropped the ball for Anakin Skywalker. Uh, episode 3, it just it seems stiff, and it ignores a huge part of Anakin's like actual character. Like, he seems yeah. like, for lack of a better phrase, I feel like Anakin, as I'm looking at him, has something wrong in his head. Like, he has Asperger's or something. That's the script <laughs> that handed the actor. Like, yeah... Yeah, personal. Yeah, personally, it's honestly the big thing with me with the, with episode three is less the acting with Anakin. It's 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 more. <laughs> I was a big fan of the Clone Wars series, the, the TV series. So mm -hmm. seeing so seeing the clones get essentially brainwashed by this order and then kill their generals they served by, it, it hurt. And that's why I can't watch Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah, rewatching it actually <laughs> means like. After you have the Clone Wars, you know, it actually adds context to the shit that went down in, you know. Yeah, and that's why I like them. Like, like now Clone I care Wars. about this character, but the first time I saw it, it was like, who the fuck is this random, like, yeah. rainbow lightsaber-wielding twat? So, uh, yeah. definitely that's the reason why you should watch them all in order. Uh, now we're going to yeah. talk about, uh, you know, the one in between the original trilogy and the new trilogy. Like, new, new trilogy with Rey and shit. Oh, God. Uh, Rogue One. I'd... Actually, no, we start with The Force Awakens. No, we fucking don't. We start with Rogue One, because that's the canonical order. Oh, we're... St okay, okay, okay. We're going canonical. Okay. So, Rogue I... One. Right? Get this. Okay. They did Rogue One pretty well. Alright, it was a character with a main female actor, and they actually did well, which is something you don't see in Hollywood. Uh, we'll get to that one yeah. later. Um, yeah. The character was flawed. The character was a criminal. The character was, honestly, it, it wasn't relatable, but, like, you felt bad 
for the character, and then everybody fucking died in the end, and you actually yeah, felt something about it. You know, you felt like died. yeah, like if they all left, then it wouldn't have held the same heft. You would be sitting there like, oh, it's just you know, war. They came, they killed all these you know Imperials, but no, they fucking died, and because they died you actually felt something about war and about the sacrifice that the rebels were making later. Yeah. Um, so, following this, they also released uh, Han Solo the movie, which, uh, it was very good. It Definitely, yeah, it was... People don't really acknowledge it, but even uh, Henry Ford, who played Han Solo in the original trilogy, um, they know that Person? Han Solo, huh? Person Ford, Henry Ford. Yeah, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, the dude that did Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon, not the dude that did the Nazi shit. Um, <laughs> the car company, the Nazi car company. Yeah. So, <laughs> this dude, uh, he even said, like, he knew the canon material, like, better than anybody, like, when it was written. And he even said that he hated the character Han Solo as a person because Han Solo was a scumbag. Like, that's literally his entire thing. And everybody makes him out to be this big hero, but he didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't a hero or anything like that. Um, yeah. So when they showed us the original Han Solo, I feel like they did a good job, not just in showing us, you know, a good story, but in showing us a good framework for the character that would grow up to be, um, you know, the scumbag. Like yeah. It, it showed us a good person who had a really bad background. And now he grew up to be an awful person. And that's something you can take to your life right out of the theater. Like, you can look at your dad and be like, I hate you, dad, but I can see why you're like this. And then he'll be like, fuck you, son, and slap you upside the head, because that's how your fucking parents work. But oh my god. This... Yeah. The point is that it's, it was very good. Okay, the yes. effects were fantastic. All that yeah, shit. Solo definitely... So one thing I liked about Solo was that it had the it, it like touched on one thing I they always talk about but never really go in depth. It's the criminal underworld of the Star Wars galaxy. They yeah, always definitely. touch on that. You don't understand but, just how, how like, powerful the they are until like yeah, you know like yeah you know like Jabba the Hutt mm -hmm. from Return of the Jedi like yeah. he's like he they always say like, oh he's this big powerful crime lord but they never really go into like I feel like the Clone Wars series did that kind of well because I know they did a lot of, some episodes with like criminal organizations and I always yeah. like that when they go into yeah. Solo was a good. Example. I thought the fight. Yeah, it was definitely worth that. The Hut space in the Empire. The Empire even saw Hut space as something that would be like really bad to invade. So they just held like. Yeah, exactly. You know, did jure control over it, but not de facto. Yeah. And the fact that um, they really went into this was it was good for the Star Wars galaxy because not only did it show that the Empire. Uh, was handling criminal organizations better than what the Republic was because it uh, openly displayed that they had, you know, to a degree dropped in power, but they had become officialized as, you know, part of, like, yeah. a neo-government. Um, so they did that, and it was just all around a really good movie. Uh, and then they came out with the uh, new trilogy, and everything was fucked. The only good thing about the new trilogy was the effects and... Yeah, cinematography... And, like, effects, beautiful. Everything else, not so beautiful. If, if they didn't have good effects, then there was no way it was ever going to turn a profit. Like, you can't have a franchise like Star Wars with a company like Disney dumping billions into it and not have good effects. That was just a given from the front. 
but the storyline itself. And I don't know if you people know this, but um, it was even discussed for the following movies that uh, this exact same thing happened. Actually, you know what? Okay. For Star Wars, it didn't happen with this new trilogy. This was absolutely uh, the directors and the producers they had on the scene being dumb as fuck. Okay? Like, basically, yeah. they had three movies, they gave them to the three different directors, and the directors were all like, okay, I'm gonna add in this, and it's gonna be my twist on the great epic that is Star Wars, and it's gonna go down as history as one of the greatest plot reveals ever. Yeah. And then, like, the first one, it was that... Force Awakens, which was J.J.'s movie. Yeah, the first one, they, you know, they knocked over Starkiller base, you know, it was basically like, okay, we're gonna reset it to where the Empire is basically, you know, like, coming back, and, you know, you have an impending force, and you have to, you know, go around and get it. It wasn't good, and it was, you know, a little bit too relatable, but... You know, I, I could have taken it. I really could have, if they just, you know, did the others right. The second one, they Last killed Jedi. off the main villain. Okay. They killed him off. No yeah. story on that shit or whatsoever. And then they just butchered everything. Um, Last Jedi, this was Ryan Johnson who did this. Yeah. And I, I'd like it noted that on the second movie, when they're on the planet that looks exactly like Hoth, okay? Great. Sh- oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scene when they're in the trenches. Now, mind you, I know it's stupid as fuck that they're even in the trenches. Okay? Because, this one. like, they know they don't have the firepower, and there's, like, blast doors right behind them that they can go into, and it's a hundred times more affordable. Like, it's a hundred times more fortifiable. And if you sit back there, and, you know, they can shoot through the door with the Death Star cannon, and they can hit it, and they can go through. But then they have to all funnel through that tiny little door, and you can just death trap them then and there. Like, that's basically what the Spartans did at Thermopylae. If you had a chance to win that, and a commander like Princess Leia definitely should have seen that, or literally anybody else there, that should have been the thing. And the... the... When they were outside in the trenches, a guy literally puts his finger into the salt, licks it, and says, it's salt, you know, so that you know it's salt and not salt, yeah. because they yeah. wouldn't use that trope again. Yeah, that was, I remember seeing that, and I was just like, really, dude? Uh, and now, I felt like I could picture the director's face on that soldier, like, looking at the audience. That yeah. was such a director, like having to cover for it moment. And they don't even reference it ever again. They just yeah. had to put that in there. because, And it's funny because Ryan Johnson, the next year, uh, 2019, made a movie called Knives Out, and I thought that was really good, which I'm like... Eh. He, he literally... he That was one of the moments where it's like, I'm very intelligent. That's really like a Rick and Morty, it takes a pretty high IQ to understand the new yeah. scene of Star Wars. Like, okay, yeah. and then the... The... New then, okay, then another dumb shit thing happened when uh, Finn was about to sacrifice himself, redeem himself for being an awful stormtrooper that literally only saved his own skin, and was literally trying to, uh, you know, like he was gonna sacrifice himself and shit, and then all of a sudden, this random girl who he like just met. Not even that long ago, like, they went on one mission together, 
fucking manages to, like, time jump in front of, like, way in front of what she, where she was in this rinkety-ass fighter and run into him, which would have killed him, by the way. Yeah, 100%. that's one thing. If, yeah. if people are out here dying when they have no helmets on the fucking road with motorcycles and, like, four-wheelers, you know that full impact like that from the side was gonna kill him, okay? And then uh, she says the dumbest shit ever, and... I know where this is going. Yep, yeah, I remember this line. If we will not defeat them with hate, we will defeat them with what we love. No, 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 it was, um... A war. No, 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 the line was, war isn't about winning, it was about saving the ones you love, and I was like, that's what he was doing! Yeah, like, and, that was... Like, oh. okay, you just literally killed everybody. Like, you... From your perspective, yeah, you doomed, just like, fucking killed everybody. Yeah, like, you saved Finn, but you condemned, like, another 20 resistance guys to death. She didn't even save Finn. You know goddamn well the First Order was gonna be like, oh, hey, you're that guy that, you know, deserted us. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Scrub. Yeah. And so it's and she, just... And then she freaking dies, and it's meant to be, like, an emotional moment. And I'm like, you can't have an emotional moment when your last words are that. Yeah, and... At, Another dumbass thing in that movie was the Admiral. The pink hair oh. beach, okay? Oh, no. Freaking... What was her name? Vice Admiral Haldo. Oh, yeah. no. First off... I... Okay. I'd like to have it pointed out that the only reason she doesn't like Poe is because Poe is a guy. Okay? He's a guy, yeah. and he's like... She's like, oh, you're Appropriate. a man. You're White so, guy. like, hyped up. And... Yeah. Like, she literally only existed for diversity points with the fucking feminist, like... Agenda, yeah. Agenda agree. bullshit. And she yeah. is literally the most incompetent commander ever. First off, because she... Yeah, this is... Yeah, we're talking about the strategy of the battle, then this is my territory, because I definitely analyzed this, and I was like, this has... This battle has so many flaws. Yeah. Like... It's, first off, um, the, the actual process of her plan, okay? I don't know what she was supposed to be thinking, okay? But here's how it went down. She had her plan, and she told no one, and she basically just, like, gave off the signal that she was going to fucking, like, let everybody die. So what did you think was going to happen? What and, you think, um, what, did you think there was going to be a mutiny? Like, of course there was going to be a freaking mutiny. Like, uh, it's just, it's, it was this stupid shit ever. And the yeah. only reason she existed was for, for freaking... the And that was, that was, that whole thing was like probably her, their attempt at making, giving her some kind of characters to make it, try to make it less obvious that they failed, obviously, but like try to make it less obvious than that, like her character being there was literally... Mm -hmm. Purely political. Yeah, the next thing... Yeah, and then I, she does the hyper-beast ram, that thing. Yeah, okay. about that. First off, the number one thing that I'm upset about with that shit... <clears throat> okay, no matter what type of faster-than-light travel you have, okay, the only universe that did it well was Mass Effect. If you weaponize your faster-than-light travel, okay, you will have planet-destroying weapons, regardless of what it is, okay? Like, the Death Star, you didn't need a Death Star. 
If you can find yeah. something like just fat enough, a like a very, yeah, just make a very long ship rod and fling it at a planet if that's what you're going for. But you couldn't oh, do that in any previous iteration of Star Wars because what would happen would be your 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 hyperdrive would fall out of orbit when there was gravity. That's how hyperspace worked. Okay. Yeah, the gravity well. And that couldn't have happened because every ship has its own artificial gravity to make sure dumb shit like that doesn't happen. Okay, and for its own people. And second off, that's just it's it was literally the, the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And yeah. Like, if, if that happened, then canonically, why did nobody else in the rest of the Star Wars universe ever do that? You would Even think that General like Grievous, Center. or Revan, or any of the canon characters that you have, would yeah. at least have figured out, okay, what if we just rammed it? You what know? if we just took a ship, one ship, we don't have to take this huge armada. Like, why didn't, you know how in the Knights of the Old Republic games they sack Coruscant? Yeah. And the Sith wanted to destroy it, like raid it and all that? If you wanted to destroy the Jedi, why didn't you just take one of your dreadnoughts? Even if just a destroyer would have worked. Not even that. Just like the CIA. Clean this thing in hyperspace and I'm talking about the in the old Republic. Like I know, none of not I'm even talking the about the Confederacy, where the ships were literally empty hey, except hey, for hey. droids. Yeah, droids. Because clearly Grievous didn't care about the droids. So just fling a ship at the Coruscant, wipe out the entire Jedi Council like that. Yeah, and it uh, was just it was like, stupid as fuck. And uh, yeah, the. The one thing I can kind of excuse that scene for, like, I, I don't excuse it, but I'm just saying the one good thing, and it's and it basically plays into the entire movie, like, bad writing, great cinematography. Like, that was a beautifully done shot, but it was so badly, like, when you take more than a yeah, quick glance... Yeah, I couldn't glance, even acknowledge like, the beauty because of how stupid as fuck it was. Now, another thing I want to touch on before we move on to the next topic of movies here is... Uh, no, actually, two things. First off... When they went to go get that cracker, okay, not, I mean, I mean the, you know, the hacker man. The code on cracker, the not that, not, yeah, not because he's salty. white, okay, but they weren't, because, getting, they weren't getting some saltines from the store. Yeah, but because <laughs> he was a splicer, okay, they came to this planet specifically to find somebody who could do this specific job. There was one person, like the whole galaxy, they get thrown yeah. in jail, and it happens to be that their cellmate literally just, like, said, yeah. oh, well, I but, can do it. And he can yeah. do it. Like, what sort of Mary Sue bullshit is that? And then later, okay, when he gets captured, okay, and he's like, well, you know, I, I gave them the info. How did he get the info? How did he know that there were cloaked, you know, like, pods going down to the planet? Nobody told him anything. He just showed up and was like, okay, I can hack into it. Beep, boop, bop, done. Okay? Yeah. Literally how? What info yeah. did he have? Why did someone yeah. tell him? The mo the movies handled their one thing I'll say is like one thing I love in movies is villains because I love how creative they can get with it. You know, you can have like an evil Doctor Robotnik, suit evil Doctor, or some Palpatine style evil Space Emperor. And the movies handled their villains really bad. <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's like honestly. In the movie Two of your, like, four... They had, like, four main villains in the first two. They had Snoke, Hux, Phasma, Ren. Uh, mm -hmm. In, like, the space of 20 minutes, you've killed two of them, including your main villain. Yeah, and... Like... And then you've got this... And then you've got edgy... Gen... 
It's getting killed. Uh, and your, your connection is really fucked, oh, dude. You have, uh, you have incompetent general and emo grandson. And it's not a phase dad left. Like yeah. <laughs> that's not good villains. And moving, moving on. Um, yeah. Yeah. One thing that happened with uh, the new, you know, Disney Star Wars was they made an alternate universe where, uh, where Yoda, not no, not Yoda. Uh, Something happened, and it turned out that Luke Skywalker could no longer be, like, the Chosen One or some shit. And they captured Leia, and they turned Leia into, you know, like, this... Um, they turned Leia into a Sith apprentice, basically. And they taught her how to use the Force and all that shit. And then they used Leia, right, to lure in, you know, Han Solo, and they had this big fight. And then Yoda, okay, Yoda showed up when the Death Star was around Coruscant, and... Yoda, uh, went to the court, like, he went to, um, what was his name? The Admiral that was on the Death Star that ran it. Oh, Grand Moff Tarkin? Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. He went to Grand Moff Tarkin and mind-tricked Grand Moff Tarkin. Now, mind you, Yoda is powerful enough that he can mind-trick literally anybody, and it's no longer a mind-trick, really, because Jedi mind-tricks will cause, like, mental issues later down the line. They don't mention that in the shows, but it's in canon. And he basically mind-flays Tarkin into firing on the dreadnoughts and shit and then he uh contacts sidious and sidious basically tells him how about you come down here and fight me a scrub and yoda says i'm heading down there now and then yoda drops the death star onto Coruscant. i've heard about that and yeah it's like <laughs> basically this is what really pisses me off because yoda completely ignored literally everything about literally every canon piece Yoda yeah. dropped a moon on Coruscant, the planet that has, like, one trillion people on it. Yoda got a one trillion kill count to kill, kill one street. man. He killed one trillion. trillion people to kill the Emperor. That's not something Yoda would ever do. Like, we... It's like, come down here and fight me. All right, we... Yeah, like, like Yoda wouldn't do that. Not even, I don't even think Han would do that. And Han's meant to be like the uh, like the scummy kind of character. I don't even think he would do that. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. Like it's certainly not Yoda. It's literally the dumbest shit ever because they took a good series and they transformed it to the point where it was only everything is about the punchline now. It's not about the actual story. It's about a punchline. Like if you could make yeah. Star Wars in fifteen minutes to get to a punchline, they would. If they could make the money off of it, that they could. But they can't, so they have to stretch it out, and they have to, you know, get really lazy with the writing. Yeah, they... The the thing was, like, I, I haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, the last one, but I saw Last Jedi, and Last Jedi was meant to be, like, their, like, dark film, like, kind of like Empire Strikes Back was, mm -hmm. in the originals. But they put all these jokes in it, and here's the thing, the jokes weren't funny. Yeah, no, it was just, like... You can't have a dark film and, and like, have all these jokes. You can have some jokes in a dark film, but it's meant to be a dark film. I'm honest to God confused as to why they didn't just add, like, a laugh track. Because it's like, that oh would have been like, way... That was added, like, more comedic value than these two douchebags writing this shit ever could. Like, that was literally yeah. the worst shit ever. And, okay, moving on to other movies. Um, yeah. Uh, it's time that we just... Huh? I was... 
I was going to touch on since it's kind of similar, like on the movies for investments and that kind of thing. Yeah, like we like were going to get that's what we're that. about to do now. So yeah, there's an ongoing trend, and I'm sure everybody has noticed it that they're rebooting a lot of series. And a lot of you are like, "Oh, yay! They're bringing back my old series." Don't don't be happy. Okay, they, they're bringing back the Matrix, and they're doing all this other shit, and they're doing it not because of art or because there's more to be added to the story. The Matrix was done. Okay, there was some canon material in like other, you know, like forms of media, like video games and like comic Speaking books, and Matrix. even like, like yeah, even the Matrix Online was, you know, it gave an awful lot of new like new info that we didn't have for you know more canon Matrix stuff. And they could have kept a video game series going, and it would have been immensely popular. But the story itself, the trilogy, ended perfectly. But now they're bringing back another movie years later, and I don't know if it's going to be a one-off or I don't know if they're going to be you know, adding more, but if it does well in theaters, which it probably will, because it's the fucking Matrix, uh, it will achieve way... There, there's going to be more movies if it does well. And the thing is that movies are no longer for art or anything like that. It's become saturated with capitalism. And just like everything else, capitalism is going to fuck it up. And what I mean by that is... I'm sure you've all seen Suicide Squad, that uh, awful movie. Now, Never plot, watched it. Yeah, the plot and the actors themselves, apart from Jared Leto, the actors themselves were okay. And uh, I think Will Smith did a phenomenal job as uh, Deathshot. Um, I mean, Deadshot, sorry. And all of that shit. You know, the actual actor for Harley Quinn did a great job. You know, I mean, granted, she should not have been uh, done the way that she is with this Zoomer Harley Quinn where she's, like, dressed up like a fucking stripper. But I guess if it's, like, a modern Gotham or whatever. But the story wasn't actually the same story they wrote for that. They wrote an entirely different story that was more based on the Joker and the Joker's relationship with Harley Quinn. And it was more based around the actual objective and all that other shit. And it didn't make it to the big screen. And it didn't make it to the big screen because what they did, and the director and even Jerry Leto himself retweeted it, but they said, is the movie, is the, is the story even the same if the journey is entirely changed? Like, is it even the same story? So what he meant by this was that they had the script for Suicide Squad and they liked it, they gave it to investors. Investors basically said, this is too complex for the modern consumer. We can't sell this and market it. And so they went back and then butchered it into what we know today. Mm. And it yeah, is it's a, awful. And Yeah, they yeah, they seem to... Seems, it seems like a big thing in all franchises, not just Star Wars. Um, it, it's, or Star Wars or whatever, sci-fi. Um, it seems like people, like producers, think that like consumers are are stupid, like, really stupid. And you know like, what? we can handle intelligent films. Make some intelligent films. The amount of merchandise they sold for it, and for literally everything else, uh, shows me they may very well be correct in several ways. I mean, they sold an awful lot of stuff from Star Wars, so, I mean, they may very well be correct. So, um, yeah, Suicide Squad, and then it had a spin-off sort of sequel thing in uh, a movie called Birds of Prey, which featured Harley Quinn, after having breaking up with the Joker, uh, she set out to become her own person. And at first, 
I like this idea. Okay, it's a it's a good idea, you know, to see Harley Quinn like that. I mean, in the movies, I mean not the movies, in the, like the comic book, she's entirely dependent on the Joker. But if you were to you know display a message of independence to you know young women, that might be a good idea. Except they butchered it so hard. Okay, and I'll tell you why. First off, in the movie, uh, her entire goal after she leaves um, the Joker is to eat a sandwich and to be trash. She gets an apartment, she does nothing but eat fucking food all day, just junk food, and she was well on her way to becoming a fat, crazy cat lady. Except she had a hyena instead of a cat, because, you know, she's quirky like that. <laughs> and she then gets kidnapped by Black Mask. And Black Mask, you know, does that whole thing where he hires her for a job. And this version of Black Mask I really like. You know, he did very good acting. Like, it was just, it was great. And he, uh, you know, sends her out to go get the diamond. And, you know, it's really just a dumb message where you say, okay, she's going to go on and be herself, and then her entire purpose is given to her by a man. Like, what the fuck did you think you were writing? Like, honestly. And then the goal of the character of Black Mask, who is a gangster who controls pretty much everything in the city, he has all of these, you know, drugs and money, he wants the diamond because he wants more drugs and money. What a shitty, like, motivation. Okay. Um, now, it, he and, you know, Harley Quinn, it, it basically just devolved into, uh, you know, epic, you know, not lesbian group that's strong females beating up the men. And not yeah. only was this a shitty selling point, and not only did it alienate a huge part of their own, like, fan base to not watch it me included like after i saw it i was like i want the last two hours of my goddamn life back what the fuck did i just see and he just the writer also put in and uh this is gonna be the end of talking about birds of prey but the actual goal of black mask before before the thing like y'all notice his really weird relationship with his second in command if you watch it the original writing for Black Mask was that he was going to be a gay character, and he was going to be in love, and, you know, his, his second in command was going to be his lover, and that was going to be... The thing on the diamond wasn't actually money. The thing on the diamond was going to be a, a encryption of sexual nudes of him and his lover, and if that got out, then he would feel very insecure. And the entire thing wasn't that Black Mask was... It wasn't that he was gay, because, you know, there's nothing wrong with being gay. That wasn't the point of the story. It was that Black Mask was a, a very, you know, just unbound person who was incredibly insecure and would kill anybody that, you know, touched his, like, masculinity or his self-image. And instead, they gave us this character, who had no motivation except more money, and, you know, just the shittiest feeling of motivation. And at the end, they decided to kill him. You know, the one villain that has a good actor, the one villain that has, you know, actual, you know, like, depth to him, you know, even before, you know, you actually fucked his motivations, um, 
they killed him. They had him. They had him thrown off a dock, and he exploded, and he splattered into the water. And this is dumb as hell because they could have just, you know, had it like scar his face, so that number one, it fucks with his self-image, and number two, he has a reason to wear the mask. But no, you killed off the only good like villain left in like the entirety of Gotham's underworld. Mm-hmm. It was just it was the dumbest I've ever seen. And moving on past this to a similar movie with I believe similar actors was uh, Charlie's Angels, the I think 2018 uh, remake. I think it was 2018. Was it 2019? Uh, I don't recall. But let me let me, let me uh, keep uh, do, say what you're gonna say. And I'll look that up for you. Uh yeah, Jimmy, can we get that on the screen? Um. Uh, the... Yep, 2019. Yep, okay, alright. So, Charlie's Angels bombed the box office. I don't think it even made back the money that it was supposed to have invested. And the reason Hmm. it did this was because it was... It ignored everything that made it popular. Okay, what made Charlie's Angels popular was the boomer, oh, you know, sexy spy girl shit, (laughs) haha. You know, and like the power trip of being, you know, Charlie or something. Um, Mm. so, they clusterfucked it in several ways. First off, none of the characters are different from one another. Every character has the same exact skill set. They can all fight really good, they all somehow know technology, all of them, same exact thing. Okay? If you watch the movie, you'll know exactly what I mean. Second off, all of the violence is geared towards men. Like, literally, a guy went up to her one of the characters, and uh, basically just, like, asked her a question, and uh, basically got, you know, fucking killed. Okay? And... Yeah, and that's... And you, you can't get more obvious of... Yeah. Of, uh... Things than that. When it comes down to, you know, just, oh my god, he's a man, I better just <sighs> fucking kill him. Like, that's literally the shittiest thing you can do in a movie, because not only is that a bad move for your marketing... But that's just a bad message to carry. And uh, then when, in the movie, when it, 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 sh- it comes time to reveal the bad guy, okay? You yeah. think for a minute it could be the woman. It could be Charlie, okay? You know, it could actually be a woman. They could have turned it around right there. Like, they could have turned around all the feminist shit and been like, but wait, women can also be evil, but they didn't. Instead, they made the man evil, because of course they did. And when yeah. they did, he got, you know, like, violently killed, and it's just, it's, that whole thing was basically just, like, really feminist one propaganda. Big, one big political. One big political clusterfuck, and afterwards, yeah. when it bombed, everybody oh, yeah. that played it was like, oh my god, it bombed because men are misogynistic, and it was too brave and too soon to succeed on the big screen. Like, no. Is the, you, uh, I was like... He is like, good, because men are uh, being sick. That's why our move. That's why it failed. And I'm like, no, that's not why it failed. It's because you wrote a bad film. If you had put the same thing on the screen, except the roles were reversed and it was all men, and they just fucking murked every woman that was on screen, yeah. and the main villain was a woman, you would not have gotten that into theaters. People would have been like, oh my god, this is such hate speech towards women. We can't yeah, because, have this. And you would have been because, canceled. Yeah, but because of. Because it's been towards men, it's completely fine. Yeah, because that's just, you know, normal, you know, like, what the fuck, why not? 
Because it's like, that's the big liberal ideal, I feminist ideology. It's like, all oh, men are bad and all men are bad and all yeah, that. And I'm just like, get the politics out of the film. Yeah, it's, it's just a really shitty thing I'm, to have done. I'm trying to watch a movie. Um, One of politics, I would watch the, the news. The next one that we have to talk about is Game of Thrones. Now, Game I of Thrones haven't. went on for ten years. Okay. And uh, Game of Thrones, the writers did a good job in the first few seasons when they based their work off of the books. Uh, when they ran out of area to write because the books weren't coming out fast enough because... Um, they couldn't wait. He's, like, literally, like, the slowest writer in the world. Yeah, no, they... Sure. They couldn't wait because, you know, they had the momentum, they had everybody, they had all the actors signed. You know, you can't just wait, you know, another five years to make another season of a movie and expect everybody to, you know, be on the scene. Like, one of them is going to die in the next five years or some shit. That's that's the bet you need to make with Hollywood actors. And yeah. you can't just recast that, and you can't just write them out. So, the... The... They could have had, you know, like a guest writer or like somebody that actually knew the universe and wanted, you know, was passionate about it. Literally anything except what they gave us. But instead, again, they gave us a dumbed down, half finished joke of a fucking season. And you don't even need to critique it here and now because it was I just did. so awful. If you watch it for yourself, you'll know what I mean. The. They did this again because they wrote another script. And the script was fine for the actual writers and for some of the cast. And then they gave it to the investors, and the investors said, This is too complicated. We don't yeah. want this. It's. What? What is with that in films? That's just the. You, you see that. You see that common denominator. They have a perfectly fine script, and the, either some producer, some producer or the investors are like, It's too complicated. A too complicated movie would be a movie about hackers with too much computer stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, and action, some lore. Yeah, and that is... It's just awful. And even that sort of thing can succeed, because we saw Mr. Robot, and people were able to follow along with it, and it was actually yeah, really kind of accurate with hacking. Exactly, even that kind of thing would work. Like, the, there's too complicated like i wonder how many of these investors have seen old films and said that's too complicated and yet those movies are like classics yeah and they just they ride the fame of the name and of the consumerism that already exists for that product in order to retain yeah. their profits and that's it that's all yeah and another point i want to bring up is ancient egypt okay folks in ancient egypt the the entire like market for art was dominated for centuries and by a specific style and it wasn't because uh they just really liked that style and it wasn't because they didn't have the tools to make new art or a different style because it's not hard to get the tools to make art if you're in a civilized society and especially over the course of hundreds of years art could have evolved so far by then but it didn't because because it became a state means of propaganda and it became something that the higher class would do specifically to do what they wanted. And what I mean by that is every character was drawn in a specific way. Every symbol meant a specific thing. Art did not change, and it was always taught in the same exact way. And the state 
made it so that there was no de- deviation from this ever. Like it was yeah. always the same method, the same way. You told a story, you went home. That was all art was to these people. You drew a cat. It was symbol of this god. Then you drew a person. Then you drew a chariot, and that was it. All of it. And it happened that way for centuries and centuries. And that this is exactly what we're seeing with uh, movies and with every other form of art. It's just plastic, mass-produced shit that isn't innovative. It isn't telling a new story. And because of the high, uh, you know, the high uh, entrance rate for making a movie, you will never see, you know, a triple A, you know, effect sort of movie from a small movie maker which do have good ideas it's not like writing where you can just be like and then the death star exploded it's the big big companies like seem it seems the small it seems like the bigger the company is the less and less innovative they are like look you gotta make profit i get but wouldn't here's my question wouldn't movies that are innovative make more money because people don't see that a lot anymore like I'm the just like that are innovative don't have names behind them that are branding like you know like the DC universe or Marvel or anything else so they they can't don't they don't make as much money they don't the unnamed brands and all that yeah um a movie I saw that was um that I thought was a huge shift from what I've been seeing in a good way was 1917 mm-hmm. which was a really check your DMs real quick. Go on. Yep, saw it. Yeah, it was a movie that was innovative and told a good story. It was about uh, two soldiers in World War One who had to get from their trench, a couple miles down the front, to another line before they launched another attack, which would have just killed thousands. And it was that movie incredible. It was basically World War. Me and my uncle called it World War One, Saving Private Ryan, and perfect. Basically, what movie should be well written, good characters, some pretty shocking moments, and very good and very good effects all around. A great not ten out of ten, exam great example of a good movie nowadays. And I feel like more movies should take from it, not just war films, but just like the general things that went into it. More films should take heed of that and not star wars the last jedi so that that's your topic for today folks if you're wondering why uh your new series is getting revived like the matrix or if you're wondering why literally everything seems so fucking stupid and you just don't know why the writers don't just you know actually use the good ideas it's because they don't care they're part of the they're part of the problem all these industry movie makers are part of the problem and there's no deviation from what they know is going to make a lot of money and there's no innovation either because there's no competition that's how the free market is definitely so that's going to be it for tonight folks uh thank you for tuning in and uh hope you show up next time night